Today we celebrate our patronal feast of St. John, St. John the Evangelist, the author of the fourth gospel. And we have also a selection from his first letter, and that's our, our first reading. It's a really, it's a neat letter, talking about the life of God, the eternal life that the Father shares with the Son from all eternity in this eternal generation. Um, that is the, it's the, it's the heart of the mystery of the Trinity. And this, this very life that is possessed by the Son of God from all eternity becomes visible. So this is, we're talking about the incarnation in the womb of Mary. And I think that's probably why this feast is associated so closely with Christmas. Okay, because we're talking about God made man. And so, so St. John goes on, it's very profound, this incredible mystery of the divine life, at the heart of the mystery of the Trinity, we have seen it with our eyes, we've touched it, okay, our hands have been, uh, so John is talking about his, his experience with the Lord during the three and a half years or so, or whatever, how long ever it was of his earthly ministry. Um, what a privileged perspective John has, and so then, and he shares that with us, he's in this privileged position to be able to teach us about the word. I was having a conversation with my brother, who I haven't talked to in a long time, uh, yesterday over the phone. This is the one of my brothers in, in uh, the one in California right now. And he was saying how he's he's following this one, uh, this Jewish convert to Catholicism and how he's, he's fascinated by what this guy's talking about. Um, and he's following him probably on YouTube or something. Um, but he's making a point. My brother and I discussed a point that's kind of like sort of the flip side of a point that I've often made in my daily homilies. I've often said in my daily homilies, it's really important not to drive a wedge between the Old Testament and the New Testament. You know, this attitude of we're Christians, we don't follow the Old Testament, the Old Testament's, you know, kind of portrayed in a, in a sort of a negative light. Um, you know, we follow the God of love, the God of the Old Testament's just a God of justice, and, and he's mean, and we, we follow the nice God, and I, I often talk about how that's important not to do that. You don't want to separate the Old Testament and the New Testament. Um, so the flip side, though, of that is that there is truth to the kind of perception that the New Testament uh, portrays God in a more merciful light than the Old Testament. I mean, there's, that's true, but it's a matter of emphasis, and that's that's the points. That's the point that I've usually always been making. Is it's just a, the Old Testament does talk about God and his mercy, uh, but it but it's probably emphasizes a little bit more his justice, whereas the New Testament does talk about God in terms of his justice, okay? But it probably does emphasize more um, God's mercy. So it's really like a salvation history and God's revelation of mankind is like a symphony, and it's it's minor notes and major notes. In the, in the beginning, the major note is justice and the minor note is mercy. At the, towards the end of this wonderful symphony, the major note is mercy and the minor note is justice. So my brother and I, though, were focusing on, on the idea of how it does end off on this, this major note of mercy. And why is that? Well, it's because in the Old Testament dispensation, what we're seeing is God from a kind of an external perspective and the negative consequences of sin. So we see God's justice emphasized. But in the New Testament, we have a whole new era that's opened up with the incarnation of Jesus. So the inner life of God, there, it, it, there's no justice, judgment in it. It's only love. God is love. 
Okay, it's only in relation to creatures who sin and fall away from God's perfectly good will that we see the need for the virtue of justice and judgment and all of the negative consequences of sin. But if you're considering God in and of himself as the blessed trinity, complete and perfect in and of himself from all eternity apart from creation, there isn't justice, there isn't judgment. It's only love. God is love. God, uh, St. John teaches us, God is love. And at the heart of that mystery is this relationship between the Father and the Son. We would not know anything of this mystery of the Trinity unless Jesus had become one of us uh, on Christmas Day, entering into our midst as a human being and teaching us about the inner life of the Trinity. And St. John, our patron, is the greatest expositor in the New Testament of the mystery of the Trinity. And uh, he's essentially showing us how Jesus became one of us and, set, and basically a door opened up within the heart of the Trinity. And it's an invitation. Come in, all of you. Come into this beautiful relationship between the Father and the Son and the, and the love that exists between them. Here, you're all invited. Come on into this beautiful relationship. This is why St. John says, um, the life that was with the Father was made visible to us. Um, we, what we have heard and seen, we proclaim to you so that you too may have fellowship with us. For our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. So it's all about commun- the communion that the Father and the Son have with one another is the same communion into which we're invited, and we, in, into which we get to participate. It's an amazing vocation. So the New Testament is definitely does emphasize uh, God's mercy because it breaks open to us the relationship between the Father and the Son, which is one of pure love and, and judgment and justice is not involved in that in that profound relationship. And our patron, St. John, is the greatest uh, teacher of this truth uh, and his feast we celebrate today.